0: Welcome to the Metamorph Her Podcast. My name is Nordia Shereen, and I'm so excited to invite you on my journey of growth. Change is constant and can be difficult, but experience has taught me that it is necessary. I pray for the discernment to navigate my faith, my fears, and my growth. And I hope to encourage you, whether you're in caterpillar or butterfly season, that a win is a win at any time. So as you begin to feel uncomfortable, too big, too small, too wide, or like you can't fit, Metamorphosis. Yes, yes, yes. It's your girl, Nadia Shireen, and I'm here for our very first ever episode of Metamorphosis podcast. First of all, I just want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, thank you for joining in. Thank you for listening in. And I really hope I give you guys an experience because I must tell you, like, recording this podcast has been so painful and honestly so difficult as well. Like, <laughs> I'm literally recording. Under a blanket, in the middle of my living room, hoping that I get the sound right. I've been researching, trying to figure this out, and saying to myself, girl, mm, you're not about this podcast life, you know nothing about what you're doing, but as I sit here in my pajama pants and my work top and underneath a Sherpa blanket in the middle of the living room, I must say, this is dedication. So, I mean, what can I say? Like, this has been such a long time coming. I mean, I have been wanting to do a podcast forever, and now we're finally here. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am 29, Ugh, 29, boo, tomato, tomato. Um, you know, your girl's about to be thirty next year and I am feeling it in my knees. But I wanted to start a podcast um because I really felt like I had been through so much in my life. I've been through so much change, growth, and um just kind of shape shifting and like I'm like, you know what? Like I've always wanted to help other women speak to other women, share with other women about what I've learned and in my insight because it's, you know, I feel like I have a lot to share and not because I've won a lot, but actually because i failed a lot. So, uh, you know, I'm just trying to share with y'all so y'all don't be feeling like how I was feeling. Yeah, so I'm 29, and um, right now I'm finishing up my master degree. I'm about to be a therapist out here. You heard me? You heard me? Big, big, big T therapist and you know I'm just like first of all I'm literally watching like as this records and I don't have my pop my pop shield on because I don't know where it is so until I get a better mic y'all are gonna have to like bear with me um yeah so big T is coming at you and I'm here to bring the girls healing awareness and clarity um. Yeah, if you haven't heard about me I am the block's favorite therapist And I am, you know, doing that Of course, I love God If you know me, if you've been following me You'd know that I love God Like, I wrote a book a couple of years ago Called The Second Time I Fell In Love With Jesus And Lord knows it's been a couple more times since then I had to do it all over again But, you know, falling in love with Jesus Is the best thing I've ever done And honestly, I would have a record deal If I didn't decide that I wanted to save lives But <clears throat> We're not going to talk about it Um, Yeah, so 29 therapists On the way, on the verge a Grad student And I currently work as a family counselor Honestly, I was thinking about if I should tell y'all where But I'm not Because like I'm going to manifest right now that this is going to be a number one show and <laughs> I don't need y'all coming to my place of work like, oh my God, can you sign this? So I'm going to just leave it like that. I'm a family counselor. That's my daytime job. Like I'm a program supervisor and that's what I do. I got me a little team of people, you know, and you know, in other words, I'm a boss. So... Yeah, I mean, like, besides that, there's not really much to know about me. I'm pretty, like, a typical boring type of woman. I was going to say girl. It's so crazy. Like, in your 20s, like, you, like, you know you're not a girl, but you also don't feel like a woman. And so there's this, like, I don't know about y'all, but, like, I get uncomfortable every time I have to call myself a woman. Like, especially around, like, my mom or, like, you know, my grandmother or, like, other adults, like, saying, like, I'm a woman, like, I don't know, like, for me, it just, it to me, I feel like they'll feel disrespected, like, I don't know if that's just, like, a Caribbean thing, so I'm also from the Caribbean, um, Trinidad and Guyanese, um, and, yeah, I don't know if it's a Caribbean thing, but, like, I do feel like, mm, you're playing big woman, yeah, I know, so, I definitely be hesitating to say that, but I am a woman. Big, big one, two. All right. Yeah. <laughs> ah I can't believe I'm talking like this I to be honest I feel like a lot of people is gonna really see my personality for the first time like this is me if you really know me like 25 8 but if you don't know me you're gonna be like pleasantly surprised that your girl is kind of chill and kind of cool so I mean yeah uh I feel weird about that but I just been kind of working around like becoming a woman like it's so awkward sometimes like little things about what it means to actually be a grown-up and I've been being a grown-up for a very short time now like I grew up pretty um you know sheltered protected like my mom took care of me to a T like I was very spoiled and you know I got everything I wanted and needed and you know things that I didn't need and but were nice to have like That's how spoiled I was. So, I mean, I know a little bit about, like, great treatment. But um, now I'm here adulting, like, paying bills and working and, you know, doing what adults do. And I must say, zero out of ten, I would not recommend. um, No. So, yeah. I mean... (laughs) this podcast just went really low just now let me bring it back up but it's great to be an adult go out what time you want go out have fun brunch we love a good brunch we love going out and honestly like i just wanted to be able to share a little bit about that growing up process like I came up with metamorphosis because I really wanted the podcast to be about change, to be about growth and to be about like navigating that. So I thought about it and I'm like, you know, some people are caterpillars. Some people are butterflies. I really want this show to emphasize that like whichever one you are, it's just for a season. And if you're a caterpillar, then be the best caterpillar you are and like be confident that you will be about a butterfly but also if you're a butterfly like sis like mm-hmm, try not to fly in nobody's face like try not to act like you're all that because you know like there are areas of your life where you will be the caterpillar and you want to like you know put good things out there so that you're able to be supported while you're cocooning, while you're changing and growing and nurturing yourself to become the most beautiful butterfly that you can be. And so this show is going to be all about the process of change and what that really entails and what that comes with, the challenges, the setbacks, and that, and the wins. And like, for a long time, I felt like I was just not where I thought I needed to be. You know, I felt like I should have everything done and everything together. And I got to a point where it was like, girl, like you're doing a lot. Like I, I've been one of those people where it's like, even though I'm doing a lot, I still feel like I'm not. And then so I'm constantly like questioning myself, like, "Uh, you know, like, girl, you should be doing something else. You should be way further along you should have this you should have that maybe you should be married maybe you should have kids maybe you should be making at least 10k more than you're making now and so like I've had those thoughts and I know what they can do to someone and you know I just want to be that sounding board for people to understand that yes you may not be where you want to be but how can you show gratitude for where you are and for how you've progressed from where you came from is like such a big deal so I just want to be that for y'all and I know the show is called metamorphosis but we're definitely you know guy friendly on this side and I want like men to be able to feel safe to listen in as well and to have a sounding board as well so I hope that the show would bring a lot of, like, you know, positivity to your life. And then also everything that I do, you know, I'm going to put God in the midst of it. And I'm always going to make sure that he's first and foremost in everything that I'm doing. So I want to say that, you know, if you're listening and you're not a believer, don't feel like you can't listen. Because, like, I'm not going to hold you. Like, let me... Let me digress for a minute, and I'm going to do that a lot because digress is my middle name. But I feel like, as a Christian who listens to podcasts, I personally feel like I cannot do the Christian podcasting. Like, I'd be there, like, oh my goodness, can you please take it down? And you know, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel like a devil for this because I, you ever like, you ever be like a Christian and people are having like a Christian moment, like they're having like a worship moment or something. And like in your head, you feel like they're doing too much and you feel like you're the devil. Like you feel like the devil is taking control of your body. Like I really feel like the devil has a hold on me sometimes because why am I, I am upset listening to a Christian podcast, but I also feel like it's not relatable. Like I'm listening to it and like, I cannot listen to somebody who's like, let's praise the Lord and let's love it. And I'm not, I'm not knocking it. Like everybody has their thing. And and those podcasts are good sometimes, but like, I feel like people should have something that they could relate to. And like, like, damn, we cannot relate to y'all at all because y'all just trying to act. mm, I'm not talking to nobody in specific. This is, it's a good thing that I'm a new podcaster, so I don't got beef with nobody. But Nikki says, if I don't know you exist, is it beef? It's not, sis. But like, yeah, I just feel like it's just a little bit too much. And sometimes people try to be too churchy. And if you know me, you're probably like twisting your head like, excuse me, you're Miss Church. And that's true. Time and place. Time and place for everything. Like, that's what the Bible says. There's a time and place for everything under the sun. Like, I'm not trying to get a sermon at brunch with you, sis. Mm, Somebody needed to hear that because y'all really be at brunch trying to bring the sermon. No, let's have a mimosa. Let me gulp it down and not be judged. Let's dance to this music and let's go home. Dang. Always got to make somebody feel guilty, I'm trying to buy a, uh, you know, I'm trying to buy a carafe and you like, you, oh, we just going to get a glass. Like, sis, why are you not matching my vibe? That's why. Mm. And, you know, this like this is why church people don't like to hang out with church people, because y'all really be doing too much. <laughs> y'all really be doing too much. Like, sit down. Like, we get it. You love God hip hip hooray biscuits for you like I'm proud of you I'm happy for you bro but like give us a minute let's have you know this pineapple mimosa and chill and I don't say that to like I'm not trying to like judge no other communities and be mean or whatever I'm just saying Honestly, and honestly, everything that I say, don't even take it all the way seriously. Because, like, if that's your life and that's what you're about, then I support you. I support you and I encourage you to just be who you are. But you got to know when you're doing too much. Like, you have to know when you're doing too much. You don't know? Nobody told you that you was doing too much? Nobody? Like, please. Please. But anyways, I think that, you know, in the process of changing and getting older and getting wiser, that's something that has grown. Like, I was not always like this. I was definitely the person that felt guilty, like, outside if I didn't, like, you know, act churchy or do something. Like, you know, it took time and growth for me to feel, like, comfortable in my faith, to be able to like authentically be myself like a lot of us are not authentically being in ourselves because we feel like we need to live up to an image that society has created and I say society because these images they do not be what God want it it, it do not be the image of God that we reflect when we go outside and we accidentally and we try, you know what like? It be an image of society, like society's telling you how you should act as a Christian, and now you're trying to act that way and pressuring other people to act that way. What, what God wants us to be has nothing to do with like bouginess or seditiousness or just doing the most or being out of time in, man. He wants us to be kind, He wants us to be loving, He wants us to be a light, a role model. The man never said nothing about killing the vibe. Serious Sally? Like, it, it just always never made sense to me. And, like, I've definitely made it, like, one of my mantras and one of my life goals to reflect what authentic Christianity looks like. Like, I'm not about to sit in here and tell you that, like, you know, I'm the most, like, perfect angel Christian, because I'm not. And I, I never tried to be that, but I do feel like people do want you to be fake. Like, you would say, you would try to be real, and, like, people would actually ask you to be fake. Like, I never understood it. And so, like, I feel like, the Christian journey and our effect on people who are looking for God and stuff like that would be so much more impactful if it was authentic. Like, you know, be authentic. Like, because you need people to see that struggle, that tension, in order for them to really understand what it's like you guys and you guys I'm not going to say you guys but cuz I'm christian too but we set this standard where it's like you know if you're a christian you have to be perfect you have to do this you have to be that and so we set we literally set the standard that people judge us by and then we get mad when they judge us we set the standard because like Somebody comes around you and you skin up your nose at their outfit. You think it's inappropriate and you gossip about it, right? You gossip about their outfit. Now you just set a standard, right, of what's unacceptable. Now when you come and you do the same thing and they tear you down, you upset. You're like, I'm only human. But you didn't know sis was only human too? And that's the problem. Like, we're always in everybody's business and not your own business. You know, it's crazy. I was sitting in church, and there was a sermon, and the lady who was preaching, I'm saying the lady, but whatever, you know, it's a lady, but that's the homie. She's like family. But she was preaching, and she was like, you know, you got to keep your business to yourself, because when you tell people your business, then they make it their business to make your business their business, and they don't got time for their own, and I was like, you know what, amen, (laughs) amen, (laughs) sis, because, yeah, we really be setting standards and wanting everybody else to follow it, and we don't want to follow it ourselves, that's one there. And you know what? Let me close my rant off right there. So I'm going to end that rant because I really think I did take it far, but it had to be said. And that's what this show is about. I think there's things that need to be said that's not said. And I I do feel like there is no other podcast that is authentically representing the daily day-to-day Christian walk. And that's what this is all about. So, I'm going to just keep making sure that I am being as real as possible. And I'm a vow to, like, do that for y'all. Just keep it 100, 100% of the time, and nothing else. So, yeah. I, I have no idea how we got here. <laughs> but we're here. And so... Yeah, I'm going to try my best to be the type of person that brings the content that you deserve. Um, I want to say that it is a hard thing to be yourself. And I want this to be a safe place for you to be yourself. Like, I want to be myself to show you how okay it is to be yourself. And I've, I've really, I've had a hard time with that. And I'm now learning to be okay with that. And I think that's where this podcast comes from. Is that. That shape-shifting. Oh my God. It's painful. It hurts so bad. Especially when you feel like you have been. You know. What you thought was socially acceptable for so long. Like I remember. Clearly like being afraid to, I don't know, make a teacher hear me curse, because, like, and it was never about getting in trouble. It was always about what they would think of me, and I've never wanted anybody to have a bad thought about me, and it's, like, totally consumed and directed my decisions, and um, I still care to to a certain extent, but not to the extent that overrides not just my desires, but God's purpose. Oh my, was that a word? I felt a word there. Like our desire to please people that's rooted in our desire to be good children of God literally deters us away from God's destiny for us. God's purpose, God's plan for us. Like here I am trying to please him. But I'm doing the complete opposite. Because I'm doing it, you know? And that's that's been my story for a hot minute. Like I'm going to be great, I'm going to be a good Christian, I'm going to do the right thing. But what about the other stuff. Like, what about God's divine purpose? Like we hear all the time, like, I know the plans he had for me to prosper me. To prosper me. You know, and it's like we hear and we get all worked up, but it's just like are we even leaning into those plans? Are we even, you know, receiving and, and, and being receptive to those plans. It's like, no, we're really not. So I just feel like it's important to be a little bit receptive, but it's, it's, it's also important to like flesh things out, you know? And one of the hardest processes of change is the idea of like, being aware of purpose, right? Because you can't change towards something that you do not know even exists. There has to be some sort of vision of that thing first, some awareness of that thing. And so there is the idea of, I need to be aware of what the actual purpose of this thing is when you're Pursuing change. But then there also has to be uh, understanding of where you are, right? And awareness of where you are. Who am I? And in the middle of that, which is the part where we get stuck, confused, overwhelmed, impatient, um, that part is the part where we must exercise discernment. And so in our discernment, we decide what is worth it, what's not worth it, what should we pursue. We decide if this aligns with purpose, if it aligns with who we are. And that is some of the most difficult stuff that, I mean, you can even think about. So I guess you know it's it's so it's so um what's a good word for it it's so you know um inundating ooh big word it's so inundating to to be unaware of purpose but aware or have that gut instinct that I'm heading somewhere and so it's so interesting that you know we all know that we're heading somewhere but so many of us are lost on our purpose like what is my purpose what am I here for I mean that was one of my biggest issues as a young girl I was obsessed with what my purpose was. What is my purpose? Who am I? Who will I marry? What will I do? What will I love? I was so obsessed. What is my gift? You know, and um, i talk to my mom about it all the time. I'd be like, mom, what's my gift? What's my gift? And I, I compare myself to other people all the time. Like, she can do this. She can sing. She can dance. She can preach really really well, because I I grew up in a church. My mom is a pastor, and so... Uh, a lot of my experiences stem from church. I'm sure you're listening to me talk and it's like, okay, preacher, you know, not in a preachy way, but like, that's just like the foundation of who I am. So like, I was always very like flustered with who am I? Who am I? What am I here for? What is my purpose? And, with time, I realized that my purpose is something that unravels, like, you know, day by day. It's like, the more I pursue purpose, the more purpose is revealed to me. Jesus, like, am I really, am I really sharing gems right now? Or is it just me? So like, yeah, the the more I pursue it, the more it's revealed to me. And so, I pursue, I pursue, I pursue. And then so purpose is presented. And I am now made aware of more things. Example. I knew that I wanted to help people. I had no idea in what capacity that was going to happen. And I thought I was going to be a nurse like the rest of my family. We're all nurses in the family. Nurses, home health aides, nursing assistants, right? And so... I thought that, you know, hey, I want to help people. I guess I'm going to be a nurse like the rest of us. And uh, that was not God's purpose for me. But I started pursuing purpose, right? And I knew that it was to serve. How will I serve? And the more I pursued it, the more God placed situations in my life for me to, like, understand, like, this is the capacity that you're going to help people you're 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 meant to be this therapist you're meant to do this talk therapy to be a safe space for people a soft place for people to land and a sounding board of insight and encouragement and empathy to be this passenger in people's cars while they navigate life and i had no idea what that meant but i just sat on the stoop one day outside of a repass and a friend of mine at the time said to me, you know, have you ever thought about being a guidance counselor? And I was like, a guidance counselor? Uh, <laughs> uh, what? And I, he said it and to me, something clicked with it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pursue it. And I still wasn't sure that I wanted to be a guidance counselor, but it's something about when he said it. I had this gut feeling. And I'm going to digress a little bit, but like people talk about hearing the voice of God, intuition, and things like that, right? And knowing when God is speaking to you. And it's not like, my dear child, go over to the kitchen and close the window that's not God, like, okay, maybe it is for some of you, I don't, I, you know, I'm not trying to knock it, but for me, God has always been that tumbling in my stomach, that, that little ache in the back of my head, that little nudge that I hear on my shoulder, that voice, that, you know, it, it, it's always been like an instinct. Sometimes it sounds like I'm talking to myself, but the feelings that accompany the thoughts is what, confirms for me that I'm hearing from God. You know, when I talk to myself and I say stuff to myself, I'm just talking to myself. But when I hear things and I hear these thoughts, these inner thoughts, and that it, um, it's accompanied by like a rumbling in my tummy, a, a, a small, a slight ache, a urgency. Urgency to me is one of like the indicators of God's voice. I feel like for me personally God has always spoken to me with a sense of urgency. I always feel a sense of urgency when he speaks to me. You know, so if God told told me like go move go move that bag from the couch to the to, to the bed, I, I'm like on it. Like I feel the sense of urgency like if I don't do it right now there's doom there's impending doom and so to me that's how I've learned to navigate his voice I mean there's other little things but you know I I, let's get back to the the actual the root of the story that I was actually telling um yeah so he said to me be a counselor and I started pursuing it and um I did my undergrad and I could have I could have, but I didn't. I could have went to school just for, like, school counseling. But I knew I was in the right direction, but I was also knew this was not the target. So I, I majored in human services, which was a more broader um, spectrum for helping people. And... Um, I took the classes and I realized and I fell in love with psychotherapy and human behavior and sociology. And I then knew at that time that I wanted to be a therapist. And so it's so funny how things work out because then everything kind of just aligned itself. Now, I had a very, very, very tumultuous time in school. Like, um, you know, getting kicked out three times and so what, that's a story for another podcast. But I I had a really rough time but I still pursued my purpose. And that's the thing. Like pursuing your purpose does not necessarily mean that it's not gonna be difficult. I mean like change is difficult, pain, painful and 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 uncomfortable. And like and it, it brings me back to the name of the show because when you think of a butterfly coming out of the cocoon, there is a process of pushing yourself out of this. This thing that you have been, you've grown comfortable in and you, you've you changed in it. But there is now an environmental change that comes with that. And so it's so difficult to get out of that space. Um, You know, I, I, I read a proverb that, talked about it and it talked about the idea of trying to help a butterfly out of the cocoon and I had no idea and I don't know if this is actually factually true but if you help a butterfly out of its cocoon it is at a higher risk and more likely to die and fall to its death because the the tenacity that's needed for it to push itself out of the cocoon is what strengthens strengthens the wings. And so I read this as a as a proverb. So I don't know if this is scientifically true, but I do feel like it resonates. Like the very situation that you feel like it sometimes feels unfair, In a lot of situations that we're placed in. And then we feel like, oh, my God, I don't want to be in this situation. But at the end of the day, like, when you really think about it, it's strengthening you for the new environment that you're supposed to navigate. So, I mean, wow, tell me, like, is that powerful or what? And so, like, I feel... I wanted my podcast to be longer, but I feel like I'm coming to a closing here. And um, I feel like the ending footnote on this should be, if you really want purpose to be revealed to you, then you need to pursue it. And also, if you get help then you won't have the strength that you need to navigate a new environment so um i think that is it for today i hope that you enjoyed the first episode and i really hope that you'll be able to be pleasantly surprised by all the things we have cooking up for future episodes okay we're going to have some guests we're going to have you know some games we're going to even have like some interactions on social media and open up the opportunity for you guys to send your seasons of change to me for me to give my personal opinion on it and it's all going to be anonymously isn't that fun so, I'm really excited about this. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling super, super excited. And I think that it's going to be a great relationship between us. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend that Nordia Shireen has started her own podcast and she is sharing all this knowledge for free. Now, y'all better take it while y'all can get it because, listen. It's going to be a time where I'm going to be charging for it, honey. So take it for free. And um, (laughs) I can't even do that seriously. Like, that's so not me. But (laughs) it's probably always going to be for free. Um Yeah, but like just, you know, share, 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 and help me spread this podcast so that we're able to build a community of encouragement for everyone who is navigating their faith, the things they're afraid of, and their growth. And if you feel stuck, and if you feel like you can't fit, then baby, metamorphosis. Bye.